Broadcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, taking the pulse of educators from all over the globe and bringing what you need every week. When you need answers, you go to the experts. Created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 50 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm thrilled to have your support. I'm so thrilled to have reached the exciting milestone of 50 episodes. Thank you for being here and learning with me. It means a lot to know that these episodes are being listened to by hundreds of passionate educators from all over the world. Most of you know I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. And if you haven't followed his Make a Difference podcast, I highly encourage you to do so in your podcast channel of choice. Last week, I encourage you to think about scheduling your professional learning. Thank you for sharing as always. Check out the social streams for more. This week, I wanted to ask about how you are looking after yourself. What are you doing to ensure that you are truly looking after your own well-being? What tools do you use? What strategies do you use? What will you do over the holiday break to rest, recover, and be prepared and ready to grow in the coming months and years? Please share with me via our Ignite EdTech social streams. I look forward to hearing from you soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is Newzella. Newzella is a standout resource for supporting students' non-fiction literacy. It's an online news-as-literacy platform that features high-interest articles on everything from current events to myths and legends and from literature to science. Users can choose a free account or paid subscriptions that include daily news story updates and subject-specific products for ELA, social studies, science, and SEL. Content is updated daily with stories from a wide range of sources, from the Associated Press to the Washington Post, in English and also often in Spanish. Topics run from pop culture to roller derby and Minecraft, and they touch on subjects that encourage cross-curricular reading, such as DNA testing, global women's rights, living conditions in Syria, and travel to Mars. All articles are available in five lexile levels, ranging roughly from 3rd to 12th grade. Each leveled text features a quiz tailored to that particular article, plus a writing prompt that asks students to write and respond to what they've read. I've seen Newzella used in so many different ways, shapes, and forms, and I'm a huge fan of their ability to support learners of different levels with genuine content that's relevant. I highly recommend that you take a look at newzella.com. The link is in the description below. Last week, we talked about AR and VR in education. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to focus on well-being, and in particular, the idea of looking after yourself. Over the past few weeks, I've taken on some pretty big new projects, and well-being is definitely at the forefront of my mind. Something that I've never had to worry about too much before, because I've been very careful about pacing myself, and taking on too much. But with Singapore going into a new lockdown this week and home-based learning for my own children on top of everything else like many of you are already experiencing, 
I'm the first to admit that it's a lot and I need to take care of myself. Many of you listening are also in this situation and have been for a long time. So while this podcast is designed to support people with their edtech learning, we actually can't thrive in this space if we're not thriving ourselves. We have to take time out every day for ourselves, whether it's for a walk around the block, a book to read in your own space, a cuddle with your pet or family, or a game that you love to play. Take time out and make sure you have the chance to recharge your batteries too. You're no good to anyone, especially yourself if you're running on empty. I'd love to hear how you're exploring your own well-being and what your school or district is doing to support that. Please reach out with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Jamie Clark. Let's have a listen to the chat. I have the honor of speaking with Jamie Clark, who you may know as at expat educator on Twitter with over 10,000 followers. Jamie is based in Perth, Australia, and is a team leader and English teacher with a passion for the authentic and purposeful use of technology and innovation to add value to learning. He's an Apple Distinguished Educator and host of the Staff Room podcast. Jamie has published multiple online books and his resources are inspirational. Jamie, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? I am. Thank you very much for having me on. Absolutely. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Yeah. Um, okay. So my current role is, um, it's actually a little bit kind of long-winded, but I'm team leader of uh, digital learning and innovation. So I've just started a new job, actually. Um, pretty much my role is to uh, work with teachers um, and to run professional learning. It's to um, think about ways to balance good pedagogy with, with technology. And yeah, it's something I love. I, I love you know that researching it um, and having the time to develop projects and work on things with teachers. Um, and you know, it's it kind of it's been part of my my career now for two or three years. As as you mentioned, you know, I was an English teacher initially uh, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Was lucky enough to come over to Australia where I live now and uh, work at two fantastic schools where I've just kind of built up this. Uh, I guess this nice reputation for for developing good practice with iPad. Um, so. You know, I'm very much part of the the Apple Distinguished School community and the AD community as well. So that's uh, that's kind of what inspires me to do what I do, and you know, helping teachers and students, you know, use technology meaningfully. And on top of all of this, Jamie, you're a podcast yourself. Tell us a little bit about the Staff Room podcast and why you started it. Yeah. Um, okay. So the, yeah, the Staff Room podcast was. Um, probably a little bit like yourself, you know, you're interested in, in podcasting and it's just something that appealed to you and you wanted to get involved. So it was initially just a conversation with, with some colleagues at my old school. Um, and, and pretty much it was born out of my activity on Twitter and just looking at what people are, are sharing and just the outstanding practice that, that people kind of give away for free on Twitter. Um, and I've started to do that myself, you know, share good things across uh, across social media. But pretty much, you know, it's kind of been inspired by cognitive science and ed- evidence-based learning and um, how technology can be built into that. And, you know, not just conversation with people at school, but I wanted to bring external people in and, and have a conversation which would inspire my staff and people I work with. So, you know, I'm not sure if you're aware, but the people on the show that we had on, um, which we started in 2018, were people like... Uh, Oliver Caviglioli, um, who's big on dual coding now, 
and Tom Sherrington, who's you know published some fantastic books in the last few years, uh, Pooja Agawal, who's the retrieval.org person as well, which is very inspirational. I had some learning scientists on from the US, Alex Quigley, who's big on literacy and, and vocabulary uh, and things like that. And then obviously yourself, which which we were lucky enough to, to have you on. So, you know, and I guess one thing that Craig, that I remember from what you said in our interview, and it's always, always stuck with me is um, you, your mantra. I think it was pedagogy first, uh, technology second. Yeah, which is, is just, you know, it's kind of stuck with me and I use it actually myself now when I'm talking to educators and, you know, running professional learning things. So yeah, the staff room was a big kind of turning point for our staff at my old school for conversations around pedagogy. And then since then, you know, at my new school, I've bought a Rodecaster Pro, which is what I'm, I'm using now to make podcasts for, for students. Yeah, that's really cool. I think what you've done with that is, uh, you know, you've really taken it from just an idea to something that's global now because it's it really is an, an inspirational podcast to listen to. And, you know, like you said, I had the honor of of being on it and and, and learning from you really about, about what this podcasting journey is. So, uh, I mean, on that note, do you have any advice for people interested maybe in starting their own podcast or, you know, narrowing down their podcast listen? Well, you know, I mean, I've developed a couple of resources actually for podcasting over the last year or so. I mean, um, something I, I just sent out again on Twitter yesterday was uh, the podcast workbook that I made. Um, and it's primarily for students, you know, to plan um, to help them edit, to think about you know, the artwork and, and the duration of a podcast and what style of podcast it might be. So whether it's scripted or kind of off the cuff. So that resource for me is like a, is my thought process when it comes to uh, planning a podcast and, and starting from scratch. And I know there's um, some great apps out there now, you know, to, that, that can help you um, publish podcasts quite easily. So for example, the Anchor app, which is, I know that a lot of people do use. I've personally never used it before, but um, I was thinking about setting up a new podcast for um, students at my new school. And that's definitely something we'd look into because it's so accessible and it's so easy to use uh, on the iPad as well. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. And even just thinking outside of the podcast and the work you've been doing, you've already achieved so much, but what's your next big goal in your career? What do you want to do or achieve that you haven't been able to do yet? Yeah, I mean, um, I feel like like just in my career, being an English teacher and then being thrown into like digital integration and working with iPad and working with teachers, I've loved it. You know, it's been a, a big challenge for me. Uh, and I think one goal that I have achieved, which which um, I'm, I'm proud of at my last school, was pushing it to be an Apple Distinguished School. I think you know it's always a, a nice a nice title to have, you know, especially if the innovative practice is going on within the school. It's great to have it celebrated, and we had that, you know, in in the best possible form because um, in 2019, Apple actually featured my old school as a um, as a promotional school for everyone can create. So. This, yeah, they sent over like a film crew. We got interviewed and I happened to be the narrator on it as well, which was quite scary. But, you know, it was, it was, it was nice because we were celebrated and the stuff we were doing with everyone can create and the, the project guides were, were, um, were very cool. We had our own course for it for year seven and eight students. So we had Apple teachers, um, at our school been featured on the Apple teacher learning center as well. So, I mean, that was a massive achievement for me. Uh, I think going forward, you know, I'd like to do that again. Now I've just started a new school. I'm, I'm quite excited to start the journey from scratch. This is a, a relatively new school. So, you know, it's kind of building the foundations and growing, um, you know, digital teams and teaching and learning communities within the school. 
to, you know, to kind of build that good practice from the ground up and have a solid foundation. But I guess more aspirational, long term, I really am interested in publishing a real book. So I've actually, um, I've actually published several online books, some digital ones, but, you know, looking at teachers on Twitter now, a lot of them are, uh, have been asked to, you know, publish real books and share that with, with, uh, with the, with the world. So that's probably a pathway I wouldn't mind pursuing at some point, some kind of collaborative tech book with, uh, input from some educators around the world and looking at real best practices with technology and pedagogy. Uh, It sounds amazing and something that would be really highly sought after, I think, as well. And you touched on this briefly, Jamie. You're a published author to multiple online books. Um, Tell us a little bit about them. Why did you write them and what can we learn from engaging with them? Yeah, um, so I'm quite proud of the books that I've I've written. Um, I actually started writing books on uh, my MacBook in 2016, 2017. So when I first started my my role as an English teacher. Um, and because we were an Apple Distinguished School then, you know, it was kind of encouraged that you uh, would promote the, you know, the good practice in the school by publishing and, and creating. So that got me into it, really. It got me into like design and look, having an eye for design and really kind of thinking about um, cognitive load and reducing that for students. So, you know, you've just got the learning quite crystal clear on a resource. So that's that's where it started. So I mean my English texts are on the Apple bookstore. So All Hail Macbeth, uh Crafting Fiction and the Power of, of Persuasion. Um those books are made in iBooks Author, which is kind of like starting to fizzle out a little bit now because of the new apps that are emerging um within the Apple suite. But you know, something that students can use as a textbook. They're great because they have widgets in them that people can interact with. But in more recent in more recent times, I've been using like pages and using that as a way to publish material. And, and there's some books that I've published recently with Lou Sumetta. I think Craig, you know Lou, don't you, from the ISTE course in in Singapore. So she was a she's a great friend um, and an excellent educator as well. Um, a company's called Blueprint Learn. But we published some books called um, Teaching with iPad, and it's called Practical Pedagogy. So we, we did uh, one on keynote, one on numbers, and one on pages. And each book has some strategies, like 10 strategies that teachers can use, which is rooted in good teaching and learning and good pedagogy and how you can implement it effectively in the classroom, no matter what subject area it is. So I'm quite proud of those. And, you know, uh, teachers can really upskill themselves if they, if they have a flick through and see how easy it is to implement effective, uh, effective strategies in the classroom. Let's do some quick fire questions, Jamie. Just the first thing that comes to your head with a little bit of a why attached to it. The first one, what is your hashtag one word for 2021? Yeah, it's, this is a tough question. I mean, like obviously a lot's been going on in the last year, year and a half really with COVID. So, I mean, um, I'm going to kind of give a, quite a simple answer to this and that's that's resilience. You know, I think that if you had to hashtag one word for, for teachers anywhere over the last 18 months or so, and you know, it's been quite difficult for everyone. I think the change of practice for a lot of teachers has been quite quite jolting and quite difficult. So, I mean, a lot of teachers have shown resilience and especially through all the remote learning, you know, it's something that I think we all need to have and, and to continue to persist with. Absolutely. What's your favorite EdTech book or resource? I'm probably going to, I'm going to kind of give two answers. I think because for me, like I do a lot of professional reading. So I buy a lot of, a lot of, um, 
a lot of teachers' books that they've published, which I mentioned earlier. So, I mean, one of them, and it's not EdTech, is, is probably Teaching Walkthroughs by Tom Sherrington. I know there's been a lot of hype about it online in the last last year or so, and he's just brought out the second version with Oliver Caviglioli as well. Uh, and it's all about, you know, practical strategies for, for teaching and learning in the classroom, which are published in like a five steps so people can easily access them. And this is really inspirational for me as well, because I can then try to find ways to marry tech with that and to, sh- to find really kind of research-based strategies that we can use and um, enhance with technology. So that's definitely one I'd say. But then if we had to go back to EdTech books, I'd probably say the Everyone Can Create um, guides from Apple have just been updated recently as well. Um, and they've really inspired um, my practice and also encouraging students to create in schools. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with the Everyone Can Create series. Totally inspirational set of books. What's your go-to EdTech tool that the listeners today need to try? I think I'm just going to go for like a, quite a boring answer to this one. <laughs> Because, you know, there's so much out there, like, but the one thing that I try to, I try to kind of encourage at my school is, is not to have too big a tool set because sometimes it can be overwhelming. And especially if you're in a school that's one to one iPad and you, you're trying to integrate some good practice across the school. If you have too much going on, if you have too many apps going on, I think it can be overwhelming, especially for like novice teachers when it comes to using their device. So the one thing I will say is probably the iWork suite and keynote as a, fantastic creation tool. If you follow ADEs on Twitter, you'll see the amazing stuff that you can do with Keynote. And it's not just simply a presentation tool, but it's also a creation tool as well. And it harks back to my kind of philosophy with with iPad. It's a creation tool to help students demonstrate their talents and show learning in different ways. So that's definitely one area I'd say with iPad. But if it had to be with laptop, probably something called Loom. I don't know if you've heard of Loom, L-O-O-M. Uh, it's a fantastic screen recording app. It's great for remote learning. It's free. And your teacher, your face appears in the corner. So you can um, basically, you know, speak to the screen and the students can see you as you're explaining content. Twitter, Facebook or Instagram for your own learning and why? Well, I'll definitely say Twitter. You know, it's, it's um, I always encourage it. To, to staff and, and say that it's, you know, it's the best staff room in the world, which is, you know, especially if you find your tribe on Twitter, if you find people of, um, of like, like-minded people who share similar content or, you know, kind of inspire you with things you've perhaps not thought about before. So my tribe is probably the Apple Distinguished Educator community um, because, you know, you find some fantastic ways that you can use tech in the classroom through those people. So I'd really recommend to follow ADs on Twitter, but also um, teachers who are invested in cognitive science as well and the science of learning. So, you know, even um, researchers sometimes or people who have who've written papers or books on, on cognitive science and the best ways to learn. So definitely Twitter. And what is one daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy, progress and succeed in your career? I don't really have anything specific. I wanted to say something when you said it then, something about well-being, but I'm gonna, I'm just going to go for something that, that I do day in, day out. And I always find time for myself to create. Um, and I think for me, I need a project of some kind. So like when I make resources or when I share resources, it's often come from you know the, the time I've had in the day to, to create and be imaginative. So I think having that space away for your own side projects is important for me and to, you know, kind of 
hone your craft a little bit and do a little bit of design or whatever you like to do. And for me, it's definitely like making content and, and trying to inspire students and other teachers. And if you were to have any job in the world, Jamie, what would it be and why? Probably um, to be um, some kind of instructional designer. I think in the recent years, my career has kind of gone down the path of, you know, this this content creation that people seem to be quite um, impressed by or quite quite open to receiving. So the design element for me is important. So I really like the idea of perhaps being an instructional designer and uh, getting paid for it, really, because, you know, I'm giving things away for free, which I love to share. And I think it's important to share. Um, but if I had to have any job, then it'd probably be that for a big tech company of some kind. I love it. What's your favorite education focused quote? There's probably there's probably a lot to choose from. Um, and a lot of people, and I've been asked this in an interview before, actually, but a lot of people mention Ken Robinson. So Ken Robinson, who passed away last year, quite rightly, you know, I mean, he's got some amazing ideas. He had some amazing ideas on creativity and how schools are now more or less exam factories and squeezing creativity out of students. But I'm just going to go for one that I've said before and that's been kind of prevalent in my circle of, of colleagues. And that is um, that the most dangerous phrase in our language is, we've always done it this way. And that's by Grace Hopper. And she's a, a computer scientist. And basically for me, it rings a bell because... I think we've got to em- embrace change, especially when it comes to technology and it accelerating at such a rapid pace and, you know, new jobs emerging that didn't ex- exist like two or three months ago, for example. You know, we've really got to embrace um, changes and um, not get stuck in a rut and try to learn all the time. And I think for me, that's what I try and do. And that's why I'm invested online and Twitter and sharing and learning from others. Jamie, you've been so inspirational here, given us so many ideas, resources, tips, links, all of the links that you've shared today, including your contact details will be in the podcast notes below. But what's the best way for the listeners to follow and connect with you? I think the best way is, is probably Twitter. So, you know, um, at Expat Educator. Um, I've also got a website as well, which I'm planning on redoing and planning on updating it. It's um, like a year or so old now, but I keep putting stuff on there every now and again. But that's uh, jamieleeclark.com, um, is that one? Um, but definitely Twitter. I'm, I'm you know, happy to reach out and have conversations with you. If you Please feel free to follow me. Jamie, thank you so much for your time today. It's been inspirational. Thank you, Craig. Thanks so much. Next week, join me for episode 51 of the Ignite EdTech podcast when I'm joined by Saba Kudway. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully following the Ignite EdTech podcast. Last week, I gave away two copies of Jamie Donnelly's books. To win, you need to complete the form at bit.ly slash edtechwin. The winners have already been contacted directly by me, and they are Jeannie Rahman and Matt Jensen. Congratulations to you both. This week, I'm giving away an hour of consulting time with myself at Ignite EdTech Learning. To win this prize, you need to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin and complete the simple form. It'll take you less than a minute to do. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 26th of May and the winners will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. I also have a special announcement to make today about the future of the Waters School Chat. For the past eight years, I've been leading hashtag WhatIsSchool and being a part of an incredible community of educators. 
Over the years, we've been joined by thousands of people from all over the globe to learn, develop, and grow. And today, I'm announcing the end of the chat. After eight years, it's time to move on from what is school, and our last chat will be on June the 10th. I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone for your engagement and contributions to the chat, and I can't wait to continue to connect and engage with you on Twitter. Thank you for being an extremely important part of the Ignite EdTech podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please smash that follow button and share it with your colleagues, friends, and families. Please also remember to spend two minutes to rate the podcast so we can reach even more educators and EdTech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's show by tagging me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't hesitate to ask me questions that I can answer in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.